And we are rolling once again, ladies and gentlemen, back at it again on a Monday night episode number 42 of the Cart Drinks podcast. We have everyone who uh, is on the podcast, typically back in the States, back in Michigan, <laughs> the state of Michigan, always been in the States. But uh, Jake, welcome back. How we doing? Thank you. Thank you for that. That was a big warm welcome. So thank you. No, it feels good to be back. Uh, it's spent two weeks down in Indian Rocks Beach, Florida. I know I said that on the last podcast, but just recapping. Great trip. Uh, but it it is nice to be back in Michigan and back on the podcast with you guys. Absolutely. The uh, I like when people say, well, you, you didn't bring the weather back with you, did you? <laughs> you know, like down south, but you actually hey, did, which is crazy. <laughs> hey, do, hey, do me a favor, bring some of that sunshine back with you, huh? Yeah, it's the yeah, first time I've ever. Right on, it's the first time it ever happened, though. So, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When I landed at the airport, I was because I wore shorts and a t-shirt. I was like, oh boy, this is gonna be risky. And it landed, I was fine. Wind was a little brisk compared to Florida, but it was fine. Yeah, a little bit. Not much humidity uh, recently, but we are getting the sun and the uh, warm weather again. Always want to touch on the weather here at Car Trains because that's what we like to do. Uh, Max, how we doing over there in the shores? Oh, we're doing good. We're doing good. Actually, oddly enough, there was a uh, a robbery down the street, so, you know, feels like I haven't left Ferndale. Oh, <laughs> there are a lot of robberies in Ferndale? I, I don't know. Well, my house was one of them. And uh, it's true, very true. The coffee shop at the end of the street was the other. So one in Rome. I must be a magnet to it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Maybe you're the robber <laughs> hiding in place. Was side. I would be uh, doing cart drinks full time. Max We're running down there with Scout with a handgun. Who's there? <laughs> I heard the alarm. Is everything okay? Yeah, he is a CPL holder. Oh, that's right. I am. I am. We did, we did have to note that for the NSA, so they know. <laughs> where was the where was the burglar robbery located? Uh, right down the street, like five houses down at the. Oh, an actual uh, house? Or a... no, it was it was a Seven Eleven. Oh yeah, I've driven past that multiple times. Yeah, like eight in the morning. Nobody's got time for that at eight in the morning. Eight no one's even morning. got money at eight in the morning, so I don't, Imagine I don't you're know. Trying, you're just trying to get your cup of joe and like a donut. Someone's <laughs> trying to rob the place. There was. There was one lady in there. <laughs> Some guy's yeah. buying scratch-offs. Next thing you know, they're yelling at you. <laughs> open open was, the register. I'm glad you said that because that's the worst. Like, Could you imagine the guy's like about to rob the place and the guy's trying to take out like <laughs> six scratch-offs or he's doing all the numbers and they always take forever and they hold up the line. You know, the guy's behind him like tapping his foot like, all right. All right, let's go. Let's go. Trying to psych himself out of not doing it. It freezes up the system, so the robber has to wait now because now they have to register the tickets first. I hate that. I'm so glad you brought that up, though. <laughs> how annoying the scratch off people are. What a shit robbery that would be like. <laughs> you get in your car after you break in, you're like, damn, we won nothing. We could have taken cash, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what if. What if the guy, or you know, even worse, if the, if the guy who's getting the lottery tickets won, and then got robbed immediately, <laughs> he's been buying buying his whole life, and then the oh one ticket god. he gets, oh, oh my god, I won! I just won two hundred grand. It says that as they're walking in, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna need that ticket there, buddy. <laughs> hey, put that in the bag too. And those guys or those people that just 
chiquitos. They 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 take up about ten minutes in line, and there's only one cashier usually, and they're getting one scratch off, and they're getting another one, and they're trying to fill out the what's the Lotto Forty Seven Powerball. It's like you're not gonna win. I hate to say it to you, you're not gonna win. So you might as well just cut it. I don't know how they do it. They do it all in their head too. It looks like one of those original photos from when the stock market first opened where everything was on paper. They have like 15 <laughs> pencils going and he, and then they always, they have the audacity to like cut right in front of you really fast. Cause they see you coming and then they yep. look at the thing. He's like, let me get number 12, two and number eight, one and number three. And then he like pauses for a second and oh. actually make that three and number three. <laughs> and then, yeah. Then, and then they're out. They're out of the ones that they want to, so they don't know which ones to get. You're like ah, every time, every I time. Six. I'll get, I'll get a couple sixes, I guess. Like no, you yeah, only gave me two twenties. You're like, all right, well then throw in two of the threes. Then they get, they get mad that the guy's out of them. It's like telling a kid you can't watch Coco Melon yeah. right now. They're like getting all pissed <laughs> off. Yeah, what do you mean you're they'll out? Buy, they'll scratch it off immediately and then just go right back in line. Like, you just want to just buy like an, a cup of coffee and like something to eat, spend your money. Well, yeah, it's basically a casino at that point. You might as well have blackjack tables, everything else, take the clocks off the wall because they just hang out in there all day just ripping them. Yeah, just donating straight into uh, where they still donate to Michigan schools is, is what the lottery funds. Allegedly. Public schools. Yeah, that. thank you, Max. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> For the kids, so you got to buy them. Yeah, that's cause. true. You're, I guess they're donating. They're doing their their civil service. They're donating. Oh, well, we had some PGA action this weekend. AT and T Byron Nelson tight race for the card drinks uh, uh, pool. Card drinks pool. Uh, Jason Day, who was not picked, ended up being the winner. But I know we uh, we were tight. We were at a tight race with the four guys that we picked, or the three that we picked, and then the the fourth was the guest pick, who actually took took the two points. Am I am I correct? You are correct. You are correct. Push me in the last place. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that, I mean, you still got the one. Why don't uh, you got the point system? Or the points handy. Yeah, I was prepared this time, so. Um, yeah, we got our updated leaderboard. So I picked Hideki Matsuyama, got one point. Brad picked Matt Kuchar, got one point. Max K.H. Lee, he got one point. And our guest picked Adam Scott, who tied for eighth. So they got two points. So leaderboard now is Brad at 19. Max, in, Max in second at 15. Guest in third at 14. And yours truly in last at 13. Wee. That's wow, crazy. Pick out over here. Yeah, I, I just ran my mouth too much. I should have just kept my mouth shut. It's a long, it's a long season. We have <laughs> the gap is have, so big between me and you. It's gonna be really tough. Not 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 with yeah, this but, weekend coming up. Double yeah. points. There you no, go. That is true. Took the words right out of my mouth. Sometimes I like to do that. Take it away, man. We got the PGA too, PGA Championship, which is the double points. But any uh, any comments on the Byron Nelson? Hell of a guy, by the way. AT and T Byron Nelson, Jason Day with the win. I thought it was a really good tournament, to be honest with you, because the leaderboard was all tight at the end. It wasn't yeah. one or two guys running away with it. Would you? How many guys? There was like six guys all right up there at the end. Yeah, um, it was tight. 
it was a tight race at the end too. And I can't remember what the guy's name was. He was a younger golfer coming into that last hole. I had an opportunity. Was it to birdie or eaglet, which would have sent them to a playoff? I can't remember. So I apologize. That 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 do guy or Dow guy. Yeah. What? What? His, they said his name was. Like, they said his name was Walter, but then they showed his real name, and I was like, "That's not Walter." Yeah. That was a Chang. Did they actually call him Walter, or you think of somebody else? No, they I, they were talking about it on PGA. Like they, there was something asking about he wanted to pick another name to make it easier, and I guess that's what it translates to. But they asked him, "Do you want to be called Wally or Walter?" And he goes, "Oh, just call me Walter." <laughs> oh, I should have Wally. <laughs> Sweet name. That's a, that doesn't translate through. That's why. Well, I was just fun. I was just laughing though, because I mean, I can understand that. Like, it's probably he probably gets annoyed at people butchering his name. So he said, "It translates to this. What do you want to do?" It probably, like you said, it probably doesn't translate to that. He's just like thinking of a, a you know, a name. And, yeah. Uh, you want to be called Walter or Mbabe? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Walter because I can understand that. Dude, that guy wore a sweet bucket hat too. That's what made me like him. Yeah, it looked fresh. Uh, Scotty Streffler was up there. He was, he kind of started, he, the third round wasn't wasn't that good, 71. Uh, I know I was between Kuchar and Hatton. Hatton was tied for fifth. I should have took him, would have got the two points, but yeah. Kuchar had a pretty good day. Um, and then I was, I also picked Tom Kim in the other pool. He had a sub. Uh, a sneaky uh, good round, actually, or good four days. Ended up 13 under. Um, he just had a slow start on the first day of 71. But I mean, Brad, we talked about Siwoo Kim. I know. I know. You took uh, KH for the for the, for the three. three I, I talked too much game with him, and I think I, I made him nervous. There's a lot of pressure to represent, and... Uh, we just totally discounted Siwoo Kim, and that was – I paid the price there. <laughs> Keeping up with the Kims, you picked the wrong one. I picked the wrong one. I picked the <laughs> Kylie Jenner instead of The Kim wrong one. <laughs> the wrong one. We got to make – we got to record like a theme song for that. Like, Keeping up with the Kims. We should just get the Kardashian song. <laughs> And then I don't even add, know what their song is. Oh, I don't song? either, but I'm sure they had one. Oh, they had to have one to start the show, you know, where it, like, pans in and they're, like, talking. Courtney's being such a bitch. Like, you know how they, like, pan in, they're saying that <laughs> stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, we'll just do it with the Kims, where they're talking shit to each other. <laughs> like, dub in, see. It's like a man's voice. See, Will. Kim is such a bitch. <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> You believe what Siwu said today? <laughs> yeah, and it always starts too where like the episode's pretty normal and out of nowhere, like something really not even a big deal happens and then it like does a cutscene immediately to one of them. I cannot so believe many, that she didn't so put the soy milk back in the fridge. <laughs> it's so many cutscenes. Like it's it's too much. Like they, they edit it so much. It's like can't believe what you just said. Oh my god, people are start like screaming, Oh, get back here. It's like Next time, we're keeping up with the Kardashians, keeping up with the Kims. Like Jesus, what the hell is an episode of Twilight Zone? We could try and face swap their heads onto like Kim and Courtney. <laughs> That'd be funny. We should. We should. 
That'd be pretty sweet, actually. Keeping up with the cams. Let the liquor talk. Well, somehow they somehow we got them to scrap full swing, but they switched it out with keeping up with the Kim. That's Tom Kim and Siwoo Kim. <laughs> it's just about them. The whole show, everyone. Like, oh, episode six came out. It's oh, it's about Siwoo again. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> they keep thinking it's gonna be somebody new. It's, it just keeps bouncing back and forth. We should try and do celebrity boxing with them. Who would win? Oh, Tom Kim wins for sure. He's yeah, bigger. Tom Kim for sure. Yeah, but uh, size—it's not everything in fighting. I don't I even like, know if he's actually bigger. To be honest with you, he's heavier. Are you sure? I thought he was heavier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have to look up the stats. Yeah. All right. Well, well. Um, Siwoo Kim coming in at five eleven. I like it. Stocky. Measurables. Here we go. Here we go. Do you have weight on there? <laughs> Let's see the card. Let's see do the like card. Do like Bruce Buffer. Do like Tom Bruce Buffer. Kim. Oh, dude, there's only a one inch height advantage to Tom Kim. Does it say their reach though? No. No, let me do that. <laughs> I don't think they measure reach. Because there's at some all. people that are like five eleven. They're both five eleven, but the other guy's arms are like eighteen inches longer. So yeah, I would yeah, take yeah. that guy in a heartbeat. I, I think I would still take uh Si Woo. I just feel like he'd be quicker. Okay, I googled Tom Kim breach. Nothing comes up. Fighting. No, South Korea. The number four PGA golfer in the world. See, ooh, you know, he's like jumping up and down, like kind of shaking his arm. Can you imagine how cool that would be, too? Like, we're in their, one of their corners, like walking them out to the ring and everything. They're both fighting out of soul. Wait, he's going to announce uh, Tom Kim now. Hold on. South Korea. <laughs> really getting into this one for Tom. PGA. Tom <laughs> got the flag over his shoulders. You know how Conor McGregor walks out. It's the same flag. <laughs> the same flag. Yeah, That'd they're both cool. from Seoul, South Korea. So, oh, that would actually be really cool because then they'd be fighting for hometown pride. Dude, just could, the crowd would be ecstatic. You wouldn't hear a single boo. We could promote the shit out of this. Could buy a cameo from him and make him do the introduction. Siwoo Kim versus Tom Kim. That would be kind of sweet. He'd probably do it too for the right price. You could almost do one, have him do an intro for the show. Oh, that's a good intro. Yeah. Not a bad idea. I don't think anybody's done that on a podcast, even though there's like millions of podcasts out there. Someone's had to have tried it already, but if we could get him to make the car drinks one. You know what? I, um, I, I saw for the first time and didn't even know was that clip. Um, Joe Rogan's intro was actually like a UFC fighter yelling that or like it's saying Nate, that as a quote. It's Nate Diaz's yeah. brother. Oh, it's Nate Diaz. 
I didn't even know that. But that's Train sweet. On. Train all day. <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast by night. All that's night. Why, like, it never really made, made sense to me. And then I found, like, there was a video I saw scrolling. And I was like, oh, it makes sense now. Like, it's really a really random thing to say for, like, a podcast intro. But he took it from an actual, like, post-fight speech, which is cool. That was, like, when the podcast first started getting big, too. That's what makes it even yeah. cooler. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because that's Nate Diaz's brother, and you guys know how Nate Diaz talks. If you listen to his other brother talk, Nick, it's like the complete opposite. He just talks like us because Nate Diaz is like, man, get, give me something to drink over here. Like, and then the <laughs> Yeah, Nick's like hasn't been smacked in the head as many times as Nate, I don't think. Dude, they're nuts. You see Nate Diaz just beat up that Logan Paul lookalike. He choked him out. No, I didn't see that. Isn't Nate in in jail? He was in jail for that. He got arrested for it. If you watch a video, it's actually really funny though, because they were like they're trying to promote the fight. It's Jake Paul is fighting Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is going to do a boxing match against them, so they're doing like the promotional stuff. And uh, Nate Diaz was at a fight with his crew, which I don't know why anybody would mess with Nate Diaz in general, but he also runs like 15 deep. Like he fought Khabib's team, and they threw a chair off Khabib's head. It's actually really funny, but um. <laughs> But but the guys were, like, talking shit, trying to promote it and get content. But, like, Nate Diaz isn't about that. So then they finally get outside the fight. And, of course, Nate Diaz is out there with all his boys. Like, man, man, y'all motherfuckers talking shit, man. Like, you know, like how he talks. And then they all kind of, like, tried to square off for a second. And then you watch the video. And Nate Diaz's team just starts beating up all these guys. And uh, it's Logan Paul's lookalike. He's famous for it. He's part of Jake, Jake Paul's team now. He like gets in front of Nate Diaz and kind of like squares up for a second. Nate Diaz immediately puts him in a sleeper hold and taps him out on the side. <laughs> oh my god! Damn, have to check that out. Honestly, <laughs> see Wu Kim and Tom Kim lookalikes to help them promote. Yeah, then they can do they can do an intro for our podcast too. We'll clip it. Oh, that'd be so cool. Get him on the show. And talk to him. We'll pitch. We'll pitch it. What if we did get him on the show and pitch it, and then they actually started talking shit to each other, and like it starts getting really violent? We have to break up a fight, in, like in the. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be great. That'd be. Uh, I would launch it. I would launch a podcast even farther than what it actually is. Uh, wanted to mention the. Uh, at all the all the new followers out there, if you're giving this one a listen, appreciate you. We. Uh, we saw the work you've been putting in on the grumpy old men, grumpy old man, men, grumpy old men. Wow. The grumpy old men uh, meme we had there. So, yeah, check us out. If you're listening, let's go. Just got three new followers as we speak. Yeah, it's come, it's come rolling in, man. We're uh, we're getting there. We're getting there for sure. It was a good one. That was a, That was a Jake meme, by the way. So, nice job. Meme God. <laughs> yeah. Transition from the pick God to the meme God. Yeah, that's, that's why my picks have gone down. I've been focusing so much on the memes. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't uh if you haven't checked out our latest uh our latest post, go check it out. It's uh Jim Leland with Barry Bonds. It's a good one. It's one of very, the best videos. Very good post. Very good post. <laughs> one of the best one of the best interactions between baseball manager and player ever in history. <laughs> Probably my favorite manager of all time. 
I, it would have been better if he had a cigarette in his mouth when he did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. Dripping. Classic right there. <laughs> you know, he went to he went to spark one up after that, too. Well, you know what's funny is, so when my uncle made spring training when he got out of high school, he signed with the Lakeland Tigers. Jim Leland was down there playing for them at that time, too. And I asked him what Jim Leland was like, and he goes, no, he was exactly the same. Like, he was a hard ass with everybody. And he goes, he was just always smoking, like stepping out of the dugout to smoke and then would go out and play. That's crazy. That's insane. Can you imagine, like, players nowadays doing that? Getting getting a home run and ripping a cig in the dugout after. Immediately lighting a cigarette. What a home run celebration. That would be kind of sweet. You go back to like the think about the Babe Ruth days, the ripping cigars, chewing and dr- drinking in the dugout, like all laughing to, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's pretty much what we do on the course. So that's a good comparison. That's actually a really good comparison. That's probably how it just got started. They're like, "Oh, you want to go play this game I invented?" Or you just hit a ball. Someone throws it and you hit it. Yeah, well, yeah. Let me get. I want to bring my cigars and uh, my whiskey, and I'm gonna. I got this. Uh, t- I got this tobacco too. We're gonna try it. Oh, that was yeah, back then. Great. That was back then before they had group chats too. So the letter came in <laughs> three weeks later, and it said, "We're gonna go play. <laughs> we're gonna go play this game three yeah, weeks they're from." All, <laughs> they're all outside the bodega, uh, talking about it. Bodega. <laughs> it's one of my favorite words. <laughs> I wish we had bodegas here. It's a dream of mine to go going to a bodega in like uh, New Jersey or New York. Just like walk around, sit out front on, in a chair, ripping darts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're on the same page. Just sitting out there talking, just like just chopping it up with each other. <laughs> always, always the chair backwards too, where your arms are over the top of the chair, like talking shit about everything. Yeah, always arguing like about the Yankees or something. <laughs> you see what Giambi did the other day? You believe that shit? Can you believe that shit? <laughs> they say Giambi's wearing a golden thong. You believe that? <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. He said he broke his hitting slump. He would put a golden thong on. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine being in the locker room as he's putting it on? Today's the day, fellas. Everyone's like, what the actually, fuck are you, talking about? you think he did it in front of everybody? Or he just yeah, Jose. Was it Jose Canseco said that he gave it to him one time because he was in a hitting slump? But Jose Canseco said he's like, yeah. So I'm talking to Giambi. Giambi goes, you know what your problem is? Like going through the whole story, and he tells him, just put this on. Like it's a golden thong. Like you, most people would think, like, oh, here, try this bat or something. No, try this on yeah. real quick. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine the conversation. Oh, I guess I guess it can't hurt. Like slides it on. We need you, man. We need you. You know, it was one of those things too, where he's like, "What, really?" And then, he, like everyone leaves the locker room, he runs back in to put it on after he acted like he was wasn't gonna wear it. <laughs> yes, it's working. Yeah, I mean, when he's something like that for golf, I don't know. I'm not saying put on a thong, but a jock strap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cut off shorts works. or something. Cut off shorts. Just <laughs> put these high heels on. I swear, it's always like something really feminine. A golden thong. You know, just put these put these baby pumps on. I swear, they always help me hit the ball straighter when I'm, when I'm slicing a lot. Oh, 
God. Well, getting back on track. Uh, Pete, we got, me. We got a, another tournament coming up, a major PGA championship. Um, we've got some live guys playing. We've got the, the PGA big names playing. Um, I don't know. I think Rory's going to be in it. Maybe he needs some kind of golden thong to get back on track. Who knows? But uh, any uh, initial thoughts as we – as are you people down in the standings trying to get closer to me this week? I'd be careful. Um, I was talking the same way. Look what happened to me. Yes. Just want to reflect back to 2021. Talk your shit. When uh, the great Phil Mickelson mm. carried it the whole way to Max's <laughs> bank account. Yeah, that was still one of the most incredible bets that I've ever hit that I've been kind of a part of. Of knowing about, <laughs> I've known about. Freaking wild. How much? How much did you win off that? Well, I don't want to say because then I will get robbed. They'll, they'll move down five hundred feet to me. Uh, five. Uh, what I was did we win? It was. It's years ago. Plus twenty five thousand odds on Phil Mickelson, and it was essentially just a gag bet. Did you put a hundred um, on it, you and your dad, or something. Put a hundred on Phil Mickelson. We won. Twenty five thousand five hundred dollars. You won twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Because Phil won that year. Like, like nobody thought he would he would win. No one thought like, he'd he get went like there. wire to wire, basically. Good thing won. he engaged the Cavs that weekend, huh? Oh, coffee was, was flowing. Cavs were engaged, leading sunglasses. two strokes going into the last round on Sunday. He was still plus four hundred and fifty odds, so we I doubled down just in case. Jeez. Barstool tried to get me to cash out. <laughs> I almost took it and didn't tell my dad, but uh, then I would have been dead. Damn. Yeah, you so. would have been screwed. Yeah, that would have been uh, Thanksgiving. Would have been rough that year. <laughs> oh, absolute panic, man! So you had to? Did you have to fill out like a, a tax document too? All that, all the winnings. No, I did not, uh, which is kind of sketchy. So basically, are you, ta- are you committed tax fraud then? Cool. No, so yeah, basically, Barstool said <laughs> they said we would only send you a form if you bet a hundred dollars on plus thirty thousand or more. And I was like, well, that can't be right because I just won twenty five thousand on a hundred dollars. I like anything mm. over six hundred dollars, you have to qualify. So we talked to yeah. uh, my accountant. And um, we filed it just in case because we're like, we're not going to. I mean, that's that's just too much money. I know I'm going to get dinged on it. So, (laughs) yeah, we paid a good amount in tax. I paid a good amount in taxes. Um, Shoot, I think it was probably like 7,000 in taxes or something like that. Good old Uh, Uncle Sam. But, uh, yeah, paid a good amount in taxes. And, um, yeah, we're good now. But uh, that was electric. You should yeah, have just like laundered it. <laughs> laundered. It went from like not reporting it on taxes to yeah, you should have just laundered the money instead. <laughs> like I think I think going as far as like just not claiming it on taxes is, is fine. Like <laughs> it's about as far as you, you probably should go. <laughs> Try, trying to launder it. He's going up to the Seven Eleven that just got robbed. Yeah, yeah, I got this, buddy. Can you guys just like wash a little bit for me? I'll give you, I'll give you a cut of it. You know, about about five percent. 
We'll be all right. I'm going to invest in your lottery scheme here, and you're just going to give me all the kickbacks <laughs> on anybody that makes anything. Just say it's a new tax, and then once we hit the 25000 your interest goes away. <laughs> That's crazy. You have to file a, I don't know. I guess it's not crazy, but it's just thinking that you have to do like a something with your taxes because you want to bet like that. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, I knew we were going to get dinged because that year, that was a big year because then John Rahm won the following weekend. And so we won another $3,000 on John Rahm. And then uh, I won $1,100 going into the Super Bowl for the uh, NFL playoffs. I picked uh, every team to win on the spread and it happened. So they gave me like a thousand dollar credit. And so I just bet all that on like the last four teams to win the Super Bowl to guarantee a win. So yeah, I knew I was going to get dinged with, uh, with taxes there. Talk about a heater. I was going to say Max's heater. Yeah. We created the word heater. I think (laughs) before it was cool. (laughs) You should have like contacted like customer support and been like, look, I want this and give me this money in cash. I'll give you, you know, I'll give you a discount. The way no one has to report anything on taxes will be fine. Yeah, head to the actual casino and just show my phone and be like, "Hey, can you just pull this back and just give it to you me at the have. window?" You should have. Somebody would have taken the bait for sure. It's Detroit. It's what, true. What it used to be what it was Greek Town, and now now it's, it's Hollywood. Ho- yeah, same thing. So yeah, going into Greek Town Casino, you probably find the right guy to do it. Yeah, you know, you know, Matt used to work there. Matt Campbell. Oh, that would have been perfect. <clears throat> yeah, he did. Um, I don't know. I think he did like events or something. But yeah, he definitely worked. Oh, I did not at, know that at, at Greek Town. But he's also had like thirty jobs within his lifetime. So <laughs> that's true because he switched jobs halfway through finding a house when we were doing that too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what what you're not supposed to do. Well, he was telling me how much he likes his job, and then I know, yeah, so I'm leaving now. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, he he's a he's a job hopper for sure, but I don't know. He gets it done, I guess. Why? But anyway, that was a, the big win by Phil a couple years ago. Nice job. We have live players coming back to play in this one as well. And most of the big big name PGA guys. So, um, any other initial thoughts, or should we get into the uh, liquid IV picks of the week? Anybody? I, I think we Anybody? jump into it. Okay. Once again, the Cartrings Pick and Pool picks of the week are sponsored by Liquid IV. Max, you want to take it away? Yeah, I mean, happy to. Uh, Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand, fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Um, I actually just used it this past weekend. Uh, pretty hot out, uh, which was awesome for Michigan weather, but uh, you know, sometimes you forget about that when it's like 50 degrees. So uh, used one of the nice convenient packets, uh, which is my favorite. You guys know that I keep a couple of packets in my golf bag at all times. Used the pina colada, which is my favorite flavor out of the, what, eight flavors or nine flavors I have now. Um, definitely my favorite. Felt like I was on a beach right before I went out and cut the grass, stayed hydrated, and was ready to uh, get back into it onto the course. So 
some of those days you forget to take your vitamins and uh, they contain five essential vitamins, uh, all of your Bs, B3, 5, 6, 12 or whatever, and then also vitamin C. So it keeps you hydrated, keeps you feeling good, keeps you loose, and then you can get out on the course and uh, hit that first drive feeling good. So got to remember it's a marathon, not a sprint, and Liquid IV helps me get there. Um, would love to hear what your favorite flavor is, so put it in the comments. Obviously, we have our team flavors that we're going to get into on the picks of the week. But uh, get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com. Use the code CARTDRINKS at checkout, and that's 20% off anything you order, so your entire shopping cart, um, when you shop the Better Hydration today. Use code CARTDRINKS at liquidiv.com. I, I started working it in, I mean, I, I drink it maybe almost every day because I, I, I got a ton. And I actually just got the this sampler pack thing here in the mail oh, that yes. we were able to fill out. And shout out Liquid IV for sending this over. It comes with one of the hydration multipliers, one of the energy multipliers, and then the other one is a hydration multiplier plus immune support. So looking forward to diving into these. Would have liked to have one of the sleep ones, but that's okay. This will work too. But it's good stuff. I like it. What was in your sampler pack? Because they have a bunch of flavors. Uh, Flavor-wise, is strawberry yuzu pineapple. Yes, Y-U-Z-U pineapple is the name. And tangerine. Okay. Tangerine, I believe, is for the immune, the immune support uh, packet, and then the pineapples, the energy. Nice. So, gonna wet my beak on those soon, and see how those those taste, how they make me feel. But yeah, Liquid IV, go get you some. Code Car Drinks, twenty percent off. Helps us out, helps us show out, support us, along with buying a hat, yep. which we'll talk about later, but. And it also helps the world because they've donated over 39 million servings in a bunch of different countries across the world. So if if you're feeling like giving back, give back to cart drinks, give back to the world, get yourself some liquid IV. That's right. That's like what uh what Michael Jackson say, we are the world. We are the world. Oh yeah. Was that actually was that his song or is that that was like a bunch of different artists? Was it a band-aid? Yeah, but I think it was his idea. So <laughs> I think you're right, yeah. All right. Well, the guest uh, the guest won last week, but we don't have a pick currently for them, so they can't really go first. But we will get one unless we want to assign them a really good pick. But that will uh, be a guest pick. We'll throw it to the pool. We have a bunch of new people that have joined in to the Cart Drinks crew, so we'll we'll throw a pool out uh, a poll a pool. That'd be sick if it was a pool. We'll throw a poll out there. Um, but that would default us to the current winner, as much as I hate to give it to you here. We'll let you go ahead and make the uh, the first pick in the in the Liquid IV Picks of the Week. Who, me? Yeah, you are leading the pack. Was I the second one in... Was I in second place, technically? He's talking about, well, like, no, overall you, leaderboard. You, oh, overall. overall. I so. was going to say... Who the next man up for last the, the last weekend? Like we all got a point, so yeah, we all got a point. It just defaults to you, my man. All right, if you guys want to give me the floor, it's fine with me. 
I was going to see what you guys pick because I have two choices here. Pick Aaron Rye. <laughs> that guy sucks, dude. He got caught up. <laughs> I love that guy. I thought he was cool, all right? Oh, man. I can tell you guys who I'm between because I'm going to pick one or the other. I like Scotty Scheffler here. He he was playing really well last week. But also I'm intrigued by Xander. Okay. So I got to go with one of the two because it's major and they're both pretty high up there as far as the odds. Scotty's a favorite, I believe. So, yeah, I'm t- I was I was torn last week. I had Hatton and uh, Cooch. I went with Cooch, who did make the cut, so that's good. But Hatton was also farther up. And you had Adam Scott too. Yeah, that was my other pick too. So I'm I'm right there. I'm feeling the feeling the heat coming off these guys. I just don't know which one is going to have the best heater this weekend. Um, I should have researched how many more majors are left. That would have definitely determined it. But I'm gonna go Scotty. He's playing. He's playing really good. Really good golf. Scotty's my pick this week. He's the favorite, so I'm gonna burn him. Try to jump out to an even bigger lead in these in these standings. Okay, you're running away with it right now. Yeah. So I gotta. I yeah. We gotta. I gotta just keep foot on. Basically, just keep my foot on the pedal here and uh, and keep this thing running hot because I can't I can't let you guys get any closer than you already are. But uh, with that being said, um, one last thing: my Liquid IV team flavor this week with Scotty Scheffler is going to be I'm going to do a grape Concord grape. Okay. Okay. All right. Max, changing it uh, on that, the lemon line. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give someone else a chance to pick lemon line, but we're team grape. Uh, Max, you're the next man up in the standings here. Okay, I'm gonna have to go to the rule book here because uh, I can't remember who I have picked. Yeah, I don't know. Either. In the last ones, um, so I'm gonna have to ask the rule book here. Have I picked Justin Thomas? I don't believe I have. I think I've picked Jordan Spieth, but I want to confirm and not be a guy that's cheating over here. Give me, give me like ten seconds. I don't believe you have, but I am gonna double check. Thank you, sir. You have picked Spieth. You're right. Um, DJ Ricky Fitzpatrick. Sir, so, I think dude. you're. I think you're good, my friend. All right. Yep, that's all you. Okay, I'm gonna JT. go with Justin. My man, Thomas, welcome to the 30 Club. I think we said that earlier this uh, month, but uh, I'm going to pick him. In my Liquid IV flavor of the week, I'm going with that Yuzu Berry. Yuzu Pineapple. Yuzu Pineapple. Oh, even better. (laughs) Yuzu Berry. Yeah. Yuzu Pineapple, baby. Let's go. Uh, That comes to the... uh... The bottom of the barrel here, Jake. Who uh, who are you gonna pick out of pick out of the pool here? I, I was debating between a few people. It's not, it's not play until you win, just like the candy claw machine. <laughs> I was picking between a few people, but I'm gonna have to throw it back to 
one of my top favorite golfers. I'm going with Dustin Johnson. He's coming off a win on Live this weekend. So I uh yeah, I want him to win. I'd like to see him win. That's my pick. And we are we are team Green Apple. We're the probiotic kombucha, kombucha team. <laughs> We're going hippie this weekend. Okay. Okay, going like Aaron Rodgers going on the darkness retreat. I like it. Yeah, I'm just gonna lock myself in a room. So sticking with the liquid IV, we're gonna we're gonna take the um Seaberry flavor and Seaberry's gonna sponsor the the odds. So Scotty Scheffler is the favorite at plus seven hundred. And then we have Justin Thomas coming in at plus twenty eight hundred. And then Dustin Johnson plus three thousand. Let's go. Is Dustin hey, Johnson plus three thousand for DJ. Know. Oh yeah, there's a lot. Once you get past like the top five or six, they jump up to like plus twenty two hundred. Yeah, now, it's, it's a weird spread. Jason Day twenty eight, Hovland three thousand, DJ three thousand. Sounds like a like Andre three thousand. DJ yeah, it 3, does. 000. Let's go. More Morikawa three thousand. Hatton thirty five hundred. Cam Smith thirty five hundred. Homo four thousand. Damn. Yeah, this is Adam Scott seventy five hundred. Might not be a bad uh bad play right there. I don't know. He's so hot and cold though. Yeah. It's your boy though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's the guy though. All right. Well, there you have it. That's the PGA for you. We have uh three guys for you to bet on and then the guest who we'll get a guest pick going. We'll throw one out there. Joey Joey represented strong for the boys. I think that's Joey and Brandon were probably the, the top two picks for the guests. They've they've yeah. uh, got the guests the most points. It could be wrong. I'll have to double check the uh the facts here. I think we know, that's, right. we know that some people pick guys that didn't make cuts, so I don't know. Maybe we'll have to break down the stats. That's that's send a, them out. That means a lot coming from the original fate of the week, so <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, you know, sometimes uh you pick the winner, sometimes picks the loser. And this, that's the way she goes. This game. That was so stupid. What are you gonna do, huh? Sometimes yeah. Sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're cold. <clears throat> you can't sometimes you're just better. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you're just better than others and you run away with the points. Sometimes you don't. It's like golf. Sometimes, you, sometimes you're on. Sometimes you're not. You're a hell of a public speaker. I'll tell you that much. You pause perfectly <laughs> at the right time. You're like sometimes you, you, you win and sometimes you lose. Yeah, some have come. Some have called me a, a young Tony Robbins. <laughs> All that guy, biggest head I've ever seen in my life. His head, his head matches his voice. His voice always sounds like he went to a concert the night before and was yelling the whole time. <laughs> I never realized he was in shallow hell in the elevator. He's the one that put the he's the one that put like the, the Hip, spell on hypnotized him. <laughs> yeah. His friend is a tail. This is the weirdest thing too. Remember, starts wagging when he's happy. His name Mauricio. Mauricio. Have you ever seen Shallow Hell? 
No, I have not. Oh, you gotta Mar- watch it. It's a good movie. Mauricio. It's George Costanza yeah. from Seinfeld. That's <laughs> yeah. what makes it even funnier. His name's Mauricio. Yeah. All right, quick synopsis. It's Jack Black and yeah, George Costanza and then uh Gwyneth Paltrow. But like Jack Black's like trying to he's trying to find like a girlfriend. <laughs> and he he's he like just wants to see like he started seeing like all these like big women or whatever. He can't find like a good woman. So like he meets Tony Robbins and he like puts his spell. He talks, he like tells him about it, like what issues he's having. He puts his spell on him. And so he can like any, any girl he sees looks just like, like really hot or like amazing. He sees him for like, the beauty like, within. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. There you go. So he sees them and they look really good. So we'll go up to him, but he doesn't know that like, this girl he's been talking to, Gwyneth Paltrow, is like 400 pounds. No, she's bigger so than that. Like, she's big. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the movie goes on and on. He thinks he has like this like really hot girlfriend, but then his, his friend Mauricio, George Costanza, is like, dude, get that hog out there. Hog. <laughs> saying stuff like that. And Jack likes, what are you talking about, man? She's hot. Remember that? It's that, it's that part where they're on the dance floor. Remember, and he's dancing with those three girls, and they look so hot. And it's play- they're at like a nightclub. And he goes, what are you doing? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm dancing with the ladies. He's like trying to introduce them. And he pans over, and he's like, what do you mean the giraffe and the other ugly twins? Like the one has a unibrow and all these pimples on her face. It's just, it's really funny because it's, it's like tongue-in-cheek humor. It's just really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's an older one, but you have to check it out. I'll have to watch it. <laughs> that scene where they go to the restaurant and she sits in the chair and all the legs on the bottom of the chair, they bend out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's, he, he's so confused. He doesn't know she's fat. And he's like, you guys got, what kind of chairs you guys got in here? He's like, bullshit. And he's like, what do you mean they're made out of steel? Like, they're steel chairs. <laughs> yeah. like somebody could get hurt in here. <laughs> Oh, well, it. check out Shallow Hell if you haven't seen it. It's a good one. It's like it's like a grumpy old man. Grumpy old man. God, I can't get it right. Same type type of comedy, I guess. But uh, another last thing to address, moving on. Do we want to do the walking or riding, or we want to take the guys who take the round seriously? I don't know. We have two different topics here. A little bit of time left. I don't know. What are you guys feeling? Should we gang up on Max with the walking riding, or should we jump right into the guys that annoy us on the golf course? I think that actually is synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hate. We don't hate it. We don't hate it. Why don't we do? What about guys? Like, not necessarily guys, but just people. It's it's a casual like weekend round, just with 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 friends, with the boys, or whatever. And there's a, people that just are to take it way too seriously, and this guy's like, it, it could be a guy that he, I don't know, he's decent at golf, or it's probably a guy that's not very good at golf, or a woman sometimes I don't know, but yeah, they just they they can't hit a shot, they keep slicing, they want to play well, but it's just not happening, and they're taking it way too seriously, or they're playing well, and they're just not. They're talking chicks are playing really well. But what do you guys think? For me, it's like, uh, it's. I mean, it's just like everyday life. You ever, you ever been around somebody who's really serious all the time and technical about everything? Like, you don't want to be around those people because they end up being really annoying. 
So when you get to the course and you have one of those guys that's, I don't, it, it makes it worse if they're not that good of a golfer, but they take it really seriously and they're all dre- they're dressed like Ricky Fowler. Usually they have like the full outfit and they take the round very seriously when you're just out there trying to have like a casual round to have fun. It's not supposed to be high stress. I, I can't stand it. I'm picturing the guy like this type of person. It's like a Bryson DeChambeau type yes. golfer. Hit the nail on that. That's head. that's kind of the the picture we're trying to paint. Matthew he's, Fitzpatrick. No, but he's he's all right. He just he, I don't know. He's also a PGA golfer. So was Bryson, but I don't know. Like Bryson, the one year at the Masters, he kept hitting his ball into the bushes and like trying to find it. He's like, <laughs> well, so annoying. He's like a. Uh, if I don't find it, like, what happens? Is it is it a, like a drop or whatever? And like, what kind of question is that? Yeah, it's a, yeah, like it's a penalty, you moron. What makes it even funnier? Like, like the whole, go ahead, my bad. Just saying, he had like the whole the whole group was like looking for his ball, even like the other golfers, just like trying to speed it up. Yeah, it's one of those where you're standing off to the side and they're taking like three hours to do something, and now you're slowly getting frustrated, and you you finally get up, and you're like, all right, all right, come on, we'll help you, come on, because they won't let it go. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, I mean, especially, in, I mean, in our, going back to like in our situation, I mean, we usually golf to, I don't know, just have fun and, and hang out every once in a while. But I don't know, sometimes you just get caught up and you, it, it, I think, I feel like it's mostly when you're not playing well and you're trying to like get back on track and you're just, you're just upset. Like I've done it a lot. <laughs> and I'm not, not playing well, one shot leads to another, you get pissed, you can't make a putt, and you're just like, you got to get out of here. Yeah, let's let, let's leave. It, you know, actually, Brad, or my, I know we talked about this guy before, but that time me and you were golfing right around Christmas, and that guy came running into our fairway because he thought I was hitting his ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that's It's that type of golfer. Yeah, the, or it's like the guy, too, that makes you – put out pretty much anything even if it's like a tap not necessarily tapping but like a two-footer yeah it's like dude come on you really have to see it go in especially if you didn't agree to like play each other before the round also you're just out there to just play hey you never even met the guy (laughs) yeah you know what's i'm gonna take a, a a slight turn from the actual golfer themselves i'm gonna say that's that can be frustrating, but the worst is when you have a golf ranger taking his job too seriously at the golf course. Oh. When when you're not doing anything wrong, or you're not playing that slow. Nothing infuriates me more is when you're playing, you're having a good time, you're not playing, not playing fast, but you're not playing slow. You're on pace. You're on pace with every other group on the course. And then the guy rolls up. You see him coming. He has that stupid flag flying on the back of the cart. It says Ranger. Pulls up. Try to say hi to him. Hey, sir, how you doing? Yeah, uh, you guys uh, are a bit behind uh, behind pace here. You guys pick it up a little bit. And then you all look at each other. <laughs> Siri just popped up. 
No, Siri. Siri, Siri, look up annoying people on the golf course. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody pulls up. Hey, sir, how's it going? No response. Yeah, you guys are a little behind pace. You pick it up a little bit, and then you all look at each other like – like uh, I don't know. Like we're the assholes. We're just we're just playing we're just playing golf, and there's nothing wrong with it. I don't know. They usually say that without looking at the other group in front of you, and the the other group's usually still on the green as they come up and say that to you. Yeah, and then you'll explain it to them. You'll be like, "Yeah, we've waited to tee off every hole. It's crazy." <laughs> like they won't have like a comeback. They'll just like drive away. They like a, like a little scumbag like you said to usually drive up like trying to just trying to be nice hey how's it going they never answer you either they just keep looking the other way and then they look over yeah so you guys are playing slow as shit i'm gonna need you to pick it up right now (laughs) okay yeah exactly the some of those guys we might we might have talked about it before but some of these rangers are just out of control they're on the biggest power trip that 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 they shouldn't be on ever for the type of job that they have like it's mo and I've noticed I've only really noticed it up here, like in Michigan. Like I've never had any issues when I've golfed like in South Carolina, I've golfed in Florida. Those guys are all retired. They're out on the course every day, just sitting in a cart, checking off receipts, writing down cart numbers, having a you know, having a great time. But then you guys guys up here that are just hard asses, like, hey, you guys are up on the box and it's like five two what your tea time is like you're getting all set up you guys are off you guys can go go ahead dude why don't you just relax all right like this is we're we're golfing on a sunday morning take it easy i know you're booked up but just relax like that's not our problem you smoke another one of them cigarettes go refill that coffee cup come back we'll be we should be gone by then (laughs) yeah do you think part of that is is because we all look young I don't know. I don't. Maybe. Because I, I never had trip. that. Like when I golf with my dad. Maybe. That's that. Yeah, I think it's you a know, valid. I hear these point. young kids again. I think it's a valid point. But what age do I we not have to get haggled by the starter? I think, I think it's a terrible excuse. <laughs> I think it's a power trip. It's like one of those. I think it is too. One of those like paid security guards who can't carry a gun, but they want to act like a cop to everyone. I think that's what like yeah. some of those Rangers feel like. Like Paul Blart. That's how I would compare. Like if they can make a Paul Blart movie about Chorus Rangers, I would watch it. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not every Ranger. I mean, there's a most of the ones you come across are nice, and you know they're just they're it's like a. It's, you know, like like what I said, it's they're retired. It's it's like a job for them to just get out of the house. But like those couple that that you run into that are just complete dicks, they just kind of ruin it for for you for everybody. So those guys just got to relax, man, because the pace of play is fine. Like look look at what we're dealing with ahead of us. We got we got two old women. A child and like an old man or something. And Max know. is walking, and you're going to come yell at us right now. <laughs> yeah, this guy walked the first three holes of the course, and we're still on pace. Give me a break. Did you kiss my ass? How about that? But you know what the worst part is? Usually when they come to do that, you'll be playing fine the whole time. They'll be like, yeah, you guys need to pick it up. And then somebody will go to hit their next shot and immediately top it, and it only go like 10 yards or shank it immediately into oh. the woods. And you're like, damn it. Yeah. 
every time. You get the guy, the guys that are the guys that'll come out straight up and be like, "Hey, you guys are behind. You got to pick it up," or like it's the it's the Rangers that'll stick around by the turn, and you'll roll up making the turn, and they'll be like passive aggressive about it. They'll like look at you, then they'll be like looking at your watch, and they'll be mark they're looking at their watch, marking down the time that you came in, and they're like making that face like, "Hmm, hmm." <laughs> Well, behind pace, fellas, got to go, and then that's it. Like, just that comment sets you off so much. Oh yeah. Well, it's like, like no. Are you now, next time I'm gonna hit one of them. Now that we went over this, I'm glad we did. I'm gonna hit them with one of one of those. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. I didn't realize it's our fault that you overbooked your tea times today, and now you're stressed because everyone's playing up against each other. I forgot about that. That's my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's like a perfect example of that is Black Heath in Rochester. I'm pretty sure they booked tea times 10 minutes apart from like 7 a.m. all the way to like probably like 4 p.m. That place is always stacked up. If you get a tea, if you don't get a tea time probably before 8.30 a.m., you should be prepared to wait for about six hours on the course. It's just that's a short track, too. So it's like, what do you want us to do? Like we're driving into people. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I haven't played that one in a few years actually, but the last time I played, it's it was crazy. Those guys just, I don't know. It also doesn't help that you decided to put a par three on the second hole. <laughs> like everyone's yeah, gonna be backed true. up from the start. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, it's a nice course. I I don't mind the course. It's pretty nice. It's open, so helps out a lot yeah it's just short so you're always waiting because you know you can take your approach shot from 170 yards out onto the green That's and then true. if you if you're if you miss lap then it's like you, here comes the ranger <laughs> yeah. like, dude i missed one shot you miss left you're back in the bluffs Ugh. Shout out to all our cart rangers out there. We don't hate you guys. We just don't like the ones that are assholes. There's a lot of you guys that are cool. So if you guys want to give us a follow, order a hat, liquid IV, <laughs> cart tricks, get 20% off. We should we should uh, make friends with a cart ranger and get them on and uh, have him tell some stories about things he's seen. They Maybe do that'll like, give us a little perspective. He's doing like a 60 minutes where he wants to talk <laughs> shit about courses. So we have to black out his face. Like he's like sitting in the chair <laughs> talking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, trying to <laughs> blacking out his face and bleeping the name. Yeah, that uh, that beep course up in uh, Romeo. Damn, damn, relax. Yeah, there's a certain ranger I work with. His name is Beep Rogers. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. I know who you guys are talking about. Oh, it's like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. Shout out to all the good, uh, the good, the r- good Rangers out there. Hell of, hell of a guy. Hell of guy. Hells of guys. They exist. How would you say that? Hell of men. You guys are gonna knock me because you guys always talk shit about me. But Maple Lane's got pretty good Rangers besides one. It's that old yeah, one, hard one, ass guy. You <laughs> see, there's one hard ass. Oh, shout out Phil. Phil, is that his name? I'm pretty sure it is. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I might, may or may not edit that out. I don't know. No, you can leave it. They're not going to know. 
Oh, no, it's good. Some of the some of the best conversations come with those Rangers, man. Especially the ones down south. They're just really, really, really pleasant guys. Pleasant to talk to. Really nice. I think it's hey, Joe, how you doing? Where are you from? Oh, Michigan. Oh, yeah, I love Michigan. I'm from Ohio. It always it always Good turns day. into always turns into. I left there twenty years ago and never looked back. You can keep the winners. It always turns exactly. into something like that. There's no other conversation after that. Go, or, or go blue or go green. That's it. Yeah, always. Yes, always. <laughs> That's why you guys are so pale, huh? That's always what they say. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm on my. Ann's best friend Jeannie lives up there. I know her for years now. My like, sister in law. Okay. Sister in law lives up there. <laughs> Explains her personality. I know you guys got to deal with the winter, but man, I don't even like to see her no more. So yeah, we moved down here. Yeah. I haven't looked back since. You know, it's always very personal. Haven't visited her in fifteen years. My aunt lives up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Carta uh, Cart Ranger hard asses knock it off. We had enough to deal with. We don't need to deal with your shit. All those good rangers out there, appreciate you. That'd be a good hat, just just cart ranger on it. You would confuse so many people because you're pulling up playing at the same time. Head, it just says head ranger on it. <laughs> Could make one, put a little cart rings logo on the side or something. That's a good idea, actually. Put that one on the docket. Yeah, write it down. Put it on the Google Sheets now. Head ranger put it underneath keeping up with the kims put head ranger head ranger and then on the back put not a hard ass i promise (laughs) that'd be better shirt (laughs) oh we could sponsor the 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 rangers at the courses and have them wear our stuff put sirens on top of them (laughs) they only play only play boat drinks on a loop that would be a bad idea Good for the soul. Uh, just like uh, grapefruit, juicy fruits, good for the soul. Hell yeah. All you parrot heads will, will get that reference. Well, hey, that's uh, running out of time here, but we'll get into the next topic next podcast, which is going to be a tag team, me and Jake versus Max for riding versus walking, of course. So stay tuned for that one. We're gonna give you a little uh little teaser. You, you guys know you guys know the mall walker is uh he's he's in he's it's the he's best. stalking his prey right now. <laughs> it's, it's the best. Hey, I don't game. try to, I just naturally it just habitually it happens. Next thing you know it, I'm walking. Like fuck that card. You mean next thing you know it, I'm walking. You are walking the whole time. Where the <laughs> fuck is Max? Yeah, you're gonna have to uh before you know it, these malls are going to go away. So you got to, you know, Lakeside Mall is about to get demolished. You better go out there and get your steps in Lakeside. Reclaim your title of the mall walker. Also going to get you a sponsorship with Burt's Bees. You put on Chapstick like six times in this podcast. <laughs> 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 I guess. I guess with the year coming up, I should probably um say I have also been part of a second podcast. What? Uh, it's called Walk Drinks. Oh. <laughs> Us immediately getting jealous. What? <laughs> yeah, they're going to resign real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, what a way to tell us the last minute <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. 
Yeah, yeah shout actually, out walk actually, drinks. Check them out. Actually, I'm, I'm creating a podcast network for uh, golf course rangers. They're sick of uh, they're sick of all the regular golfers sh- <laughs> talking shit about them. You think it yeah, up close to you? <laughs> We got Terry here from Plumbrook, and then we got uh, Gerald here from St. Clair Shores. Guys, how you doing? Yeah, it's oh, the Head today. Ranger Coalition. We're here to set one thing straight today. We're sick of these average golfers coming in and talking shit. They don't realize what we do. They should, Max goes behind the scenes to show like their training. They're doing like tactical training and stuff. <laughs> this you see this you see these these tire marks we told them it was car path only today and they're driving all up and down the fairway you believe this shit you believe this shit orientation you start with a clipboard Mac is like yeah I mean, you know i feel you guys i feel your guys pain you know this is bad and you guys work really hard and everything so you know we're just here for you we're here for you guys yeah do you mind signing my petition walking only <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for episode number 42 coming up this Friday, which is, someone give me a date. Is it the 20, the 19th? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Friday, May 19th is the one-year anniversary of the Card Trinks podcast. We brought it up numerous times before, but the one-year, one time. So we'll be doing something special for that. Not sure what exactly. We have... PGA Championship coming up, Major, uh, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Jake, refresh me who you picked again. That's all you need to know. Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson with the live guy. Quiet birds, bees. <laughs> exactly. So we're looking to get double points on that. Get your liquid IV, liquid IV picks of the week. And then, uh, yeah, all you golf rangers out there. Thanks for what you do, but let's tone it down a little bit, all right? Take episode easy. number four. Episode number forty-two. Car Drinks Podcast. Shout out, Jackie Robinson. Talk to you later. Bye, bye.